The Adirondack United girls hockey team schedules its inaugural season for this winter. I'm Gary Scott. The date is Monday, September 26th, 2022. And this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Also in the news over the weekend, a Whitehall judge kicked off the bench, SPAC holds its first truck rodeo, and Winkle Pickers gets a new location at the Lake George Outlet Mall. But before we get into that, I'd like to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls Today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to support Glens Falls and the surrounding communities in any way we can. We're here to bring you all the local news you need to know, and we would be honored to help you spread the word about the great services you have to offer the community as well. You could advertise on our website or even become a sponsor of this show. As we at Glens Falls Today work to grow our business and expand our reach in the community, we're happy to help you do the same. For more information, check out our website at glensfallstoday.com. And thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. The first ever girls hockey team in Section 2 will begin play this season, with the Post-Star reporting that the Adirondack United will play their home games at the Glens Falls Rec Center. The team is a combination of six schools, Saratoga Springs, Glens Falls, South Glens Falls, Queensbury, Hudson Falls, and Corinth. There are roughly 15 girls hockey teams across the state, the Post-Star reports. Head coach Jeff Willis said, quote, We're pulling from a talented group of girls that have won state titles at the club level. We're going to compete immediately. Just having the opportunity to play high school hockey is huge. The team will offer another option for girls who are playing travel or club hockey or playing on boys varsity teams in section two. Willis told the Post-Star that prospective players attended, quote, quite a few school board meetings. Willis said, quote, the biggest thing was that they had to show the school boards that this is not just a one and done thing to benefit a small pocket of kids and be gone. They showed we have the numbers going out for years down to the kindergarten level that will keep this program viable for the next 10 years. Like the Adirondack United, several boys teams in Section 2 are a combination of multiple schools, including the Adirondack Rivermen, made up of Glens Falls, South Glens Falls, Hudson Falls, and Warrensburg. Willis told the Post-Star, quote, It's probably the biggest joint venture in girls' high school hockey and possibly in any sport in the state. The amount of cooperation we've gotten from superintendents and athletic directors is unbelievable. The team will hold tryouts November 14th at the Glens Falls Rec Center and will play against teams from Sections 3, 7, and 10, as well as teams from Vermont. The team will open its season against Section 3's Skinny Atlas, the defending state champions, on November 23rd. Their home opener is against Beekmantown of Section 7 on December 3rd. Willis told the Post-Star there are 35 to 40 girls interested in playing, saying, quote, There are very few firsts in life, and to be a part of the very first girls hockey program in Section 2 will be very special for them. Dylan McGlynn, Glen Falls Today. Before our next story, I would like to remind you again that you can advertise with us at Glens Falls Today or right here on our Morning Brief show. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help local businesses within the community do the same. If you'd like to see your business advertised on our website or hear it on this show, look us up at glensfallstoday.com. The Saratoga Warren Washington Workforce Development Board joined forces with local trucking companies on Saturday, hosting the first truck rodeo at SPAC in Saratoga. The event ran from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. and involved multiple categories of vehicle classes, highlighting the variety of truck fleets across the region. According to a press release, the event provided, quote, a realistic job preview of roles and responsibilities of drivers. It also included a touch-a-truck corral and had representatives from the Workforce Development Board on hand to discuss the industry. The release states that truck driving, quote, encompasses a variety of skills and responsibilities that provides options for driving vehicles of various sizes across diverse business sectors. 
The event was held partially to help combat a regional shortage of commercial driver's license truck drivers, with estimates from the American Trucking Association saying there will be a need for 160,000 truck drivers nationwide by 2028. The release notes that federal training dollars and other funding opportunities are available to those seeking financial support, and that the qualification age to obtain a commercial driver's license was lowered from 21 to 18 in May. Release says, quote, the perceptions of driving a truck for a living are changing. We want to educate and inform our communities, demonstrate the skill level and professionalism of our trucking community, and highlight the regional opportunities and significant earning potential of this career path. According to the Times Union, a town justice in Washington County who repeatedly boasted to fellow judges about pulling his loaded semi-automatic handgun on a, quote, large black man in his courthouse has been kicked off the bench. 52-year-old Robert J. Putori Jr., a non-attorney serving Whitehall Town and Village Court since 2014, told a supervisor that Brandon Wood, the man he drew the gun on, was 6 feet 9 and, quote, built like a football player. Wood was actually only 6 feet tall and weighed 165 pounds, according to Thursday's decision by the State Commission on Judicial Conduct. The commission, a watchdog panel for the judiciary, said it was, quote, troubled by Putori's repeated description of Mr. Wood's race. Pretori was also found to have engaged in improper fundraising for his local Elks Lodge, where he served in the position of exalted ruler. Judges are advised not to engage in fundraising of any kind. Pretori also shared fundraising posts on Facebook for his lodge at least seven times, including when he knew he was under investigation by the commission for the gun incident. Removal is the most severe sanction the commission can mete out. Pitori's attorney Michael D. Root had asked the commission to consider lesser punishments, such as censure and the less severe public admonishment, but the commission voted 10 to 1 to remove Pitori. The commission's administrator said in a statement, quote, The courthouse is where threats or acts of gun violence are meant to be resolved, not generated. But for the fact that it happened in this case, it would otherwise be unfathomable for a judge to brandish a weapon in court without provocation or justification. To then brag about it repeatedly with irrelevant racial remarks is utterly indefensible and inimical to the role of a judge. The commission's decision said the incident took place in late 2015 or early 2016 in Village Court. Wood appeared before Putori, and the judge drew his weapon even though he now admits Wood did not demonstrate deadly force. The decision also said, quote, Although Putori states that he subjectively feared for his safety when he brandished his gun at Mr. Wood, he now acknowledges that he had no reasonable basis to believe that Mr. Wood was about to use imminent deadly force against him or anyone else. In retrospect, the respondent admits he was not justified in brandishing his gun at Mr. Wood. Wood, initially charged with attempted first-degree assault for an alleged attack on his wife and another man, had pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges of menacing and weapon possession. Putori, permitted to carry a concealed weapon since at least 2003, was told at a judge training course in 2013 he could legally carry a gun at the bench. Winkle Pickers, a gift and novelty shop on Canada Street in Lake George, will have a new location soon. The store will open a new location in the Adirondack Outlet Mall, according to News 10. The owner, Rachel Dutra, telling News 10 that the new location will, quote, allow us to reestablish ourselves with the locals because the location is a little more accessible than the village. We're working on reach, and this is going to help us expand our reach. The outlet location will also reportedly host Dutra's other business called Rachel's Spice and Tea Company. The company opened in Glens Falls in September 2018, closing their cafe in June of this year. While Dutra sold the spices and more at Winkle Pickers, the outlet location will reportedly be more accessible to the Glens Falls area. Dutra told News 10 that her most popular spice is the Adirondack Sunrise, and that she also makes spices for burgers, dips, and soups. 
She told News 10, quote, I'm not looking to make some really niche spice she'll use once a year. I look to make things that I would use all the time in my own daily life. The new location is expected to open November 1st. Dylan McGlynn, Glens Falls Today. And I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. As always, thank you for listening. Our goal for this show is to provide you with convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area. If you love the show and you'd like to support this mission, consider subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.